Business Unusual, separating economic facts from fiction. Send them receive money, with steward remit. Tumira tamira mari, ne steward remit. Send and receive money, with steward remit. Tumira tamira mari, ne steward remit. Send and receive money. Steward remit city to city across the nation. Who wanna use that a coach up job? Gonna open up is steward remit. Good evening and welcome to Business Unusual. I am Onelisa Dube and this evening we are going to be talking banking. My guest today is uh, the Steward Bank Chief Executive Officer, Courage Mashawave. Thank you so much for making time uh, for us this evening. Good evening, Monalisa. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, good evening to your listeners as well. I'm very well pleased to, to be here. All right. So you have a background of banking about 13 years of banking uh, experience in the banking sector and you were appointed as a chief executive for Stuart Bank about two years ago. Can you tell us what has been the vision of the institution under your leadership? Uh, thank you Mona. Um, so you know, when I joined the bank um, you know, our focus was on digitally transforming um, the bank um, to ensure that we deliver similar service to, to our customers. So as you would be aware, um, for the last two years, uh, we have seen uh, the bank in banking on a you know, system upgrade. Uh, it was a major uh, system upgrade. Um, the reason primarily was so that we could capacitate uh, our systems uh, to be better able to you know, serve our customers uh, and provide uh, you know, the customer experience uh, that they you know, deserve. So we went through a major system upgrade. Uh, we managed to go live uh, in April um, uh, 2021, uh, we did face, um, you know, some technicalities, um, as you know, is the case at times with such. And we are going to go into detail about that. Yes, yes, yes. But we did, you know, manage to to stabilize, you know, the system. Uh, and one of the key things, uh, you know, and why I'm here also today, is that I want to appreciate the support uh, rendered by our customers, um, you know, during this particular period uh, of the system upgrade. Uh, but also to assure them that you know we are committed to continuing to improve uh, their customer experience with us, addressing their pain points that they experience. At the end of the day, our goal is to provide market-leading, reliable customer service. Now, now this sounds to me, uh, courage, like you could have sent your PR to do that or your marketing to do that. You know, to say we're here to thank you as our customers, but. Why did you feel the need as the chief executive officer to come and actually speak to your clients and your potential clients? Thank you for that you know, question, Mona. Um, you know, everything we do at Stewart Bank uh, is underpinned by our values. Uh, we take issues of customer you know, experience uh, very seriously. Uh, and what you will find within the organization is that issues around the customer are reflected at all levels within the organization. So that's why you find I'm here today, mm -hmm. because it's top of my agenda. When I look at my deck on a daily basis, issues related to what our customers are saying or how, how our customers are interacting uh, with our platforms uh, is also key for me. One thing I need to just uh, add to, to that particular question is that you find one of our core values uh, that guide us within Stewart Bank is around HUNU. Uh, and who encompasses being accountable to our customers and to our society uh, at large. Uh, so that accountability has to be reflected 
even within the most senior position uh, within the bank. So what you will find is that this is going to be one of many such outreaches uh, that ensure that our customers are kept abreast uh, of developments within the bank, uh, whilst we also get valuable feedback uh, which will help us to improve mm -hmm. uh, on our service in the future. Mm -hmm. So I know everybody when they hear who knew, you know, it, it, it might sound like it's everybody knows what, what that means. But in the context of a financial institution and a steward bank, what is your definition of, of who knew? Right. So what you'll find is for us, who knew, I think, speaks to the core of who we are as people. It speaks to the core of how we relate uh, to each other as people. So when we look at our customers, for instance, we just don't look at them as, you know, customers who just come to the bank and visit the bank and go. But we look at it from a relationship perspective to say our point of interaction with each and every one of our customers has to depict our values as a people. Right. Are we treating them with respect? Are we treating them with compassion? Are we treating them with empathy? You as an institution. Us as an institution. So those are the things that we look at when we speak to, you know, the value around Hunu. If we are dealing, for instance, with the elderly, uh, as an example, you know, how are we interacting with them? Are we giving them the service that also matches their standing in society as, you know, our elders? So we look at all those things and ensure that when we are delivering service uh, from a bank perspective, the issue around, you know, even just the cultural norms and values mm -hmm. are also reflected in the way that we do business with our customers. Right. And how have you been instilling this in, in your people? Well, uh, Mona, what I'll tell you is that we've done um, a lot uh, in terms of, you know, training, um, for instance. Uh, when we engage within the bank, uh, you know, we normally refer to ourselves as a purple family. So what we have done is we have ensured that we've got a family kind of setup. Uh, where everyone is free to engage, uh, you know, interdepartmental, uh, but for the purposes of achieving those particular goals. So in terms of empowering our team, what we have done is we've heightened the focus on our values. Mm -hmm. So there's continuous training uh, and inculcating and embedding that culture around value systems into our staff so that we can ensure a positive impact uh, on our customers. Uh, secondly, we've also you know, been looking at collaborating and addressing uh, service challenges uh, by developing more homegrown solutions. Uh, because at, at times you'll find that you know, some of the solutions that are off the shelf within the market uh, at times don't speak to some of the intricacies uh, in terms of the local environment. Right. So we've gone a step further to say, what are some of those homegrown solutions uh, that we can deliver mm -hmm. uh, you know, for, from a customer um, you know, perspective? Uh, and, uh, you know, largely uh, what we've also said is that the values of, of the bank uh, that remind us, you know, how we value our customers become the driving force. Right. So each and everyone, you know, even when we greet each other in the morning, you know, we say happy morning. And that happy is an H-E-P-double-I, which stands for, you know, all our values of HUNU, of excellence, of professionalism of innovation as well mm. as of integrity. Now, in as much as it's important to have, you know, customer service and you speak about HUNU, you speak about Happy as a steward bank, what also is of importance, I'm glad you highlighted this, is, is service delivery. And uh, we have seen steward bank being uh, tagged a lot of times, especially on Twitter. Oh, steward bank, I did this. This hasn't been done. This hasn't been done. As the CEO, are you aware of these issues? 
Amona, yes, I am aware. Um, I, I'm very much alive to to all the comments, um, you know, that come through from from our customers, both positive, neutral, as well as negative. Right. Uh, and um, you know, the reason why I pay particular attention uh, to those specific issues is such that you know the voice of the customer is important to us uh-huh. because everything that we do, even as we innovate around the products and services that we are going to offer, it's centered around how we view our customers what you you know tend to note is that historically you know Stuart bank has been an innovator uh, and an early adopter of of technology right and you know we were pioneers of mobile banking uh, and many other innovations that made our customers uh, you know lives easier but as it were you know with the you know some of the pioneering you know mm-hmm. spirit around innovation uh, you know some of the challenges that we you know noted and some mm-hmm. of that have then ended up on was, social. My next question was going to be, I was going to put you in the spot and say, you say you're aware, so what are the challenges? So I'm glad you want to get into <laughs> the specific challenges. So let's hear them. Great, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so there has been specific challenges, mm-hmm. um, especially when after we did, you know, before and after we did our system upgrade. Uh, you know, we had challenges uh, and primarily, uh, you know, these centered around our, you know, RTGS platform, uh, both the incoming and the RTGS, um, you know, uh, transactions uh, platform. Uh, we saw a spike in terms of, you know, customer issues uh, arising, uh, you know, from that particular area. Right. Um, and, and, and what I would like to, you know, just, you know, comment, uh, Mona Lisa, and also to assure, you know, our listeners as well as our customers, um, is that, you know, we worked flat out uh, to make sure that we address, uh, you know, those challenges. And part of addressing those challenges was also listening to the voice of the customer mm-hmm. and say, look, we hear you, we hear the concerns that you have, but we are also committed, you know, to resolve, um, you know, those, uh, you know, issues. It's, you know, um, good to note that, you know, at the time where we had issues on the RTGS incoming and outgoing platform. Right. Uh, you know, other, some of our other platforms were functioning well. But how we take this thing seriously such that if there's any part of our customer base, and we have a large customer base. So even if a small section of that customer base is experiencing, uh, you know, issues, it's something that we, you know, focus on. And we are intentional around, you know, resolving it. Uh, I'm happy to note uh, and to confirm that the majority of these, uh, you know, challenges, um, you know, were resolved. Uh, and but we are also cognizant that, you know, resolving is just but one part. Right. There was an inconvenience to, you know, to our customers, uh, which they experienced, uh, you know, over time. And we are alive and we are cognizant, you know, to that. And me also coming back is to appreciate, um, I think, that, um, you know, understanding from our customers, mm-hmm. but also that commitment to say our continuous improvement agenda mm-hmm. will foresee us, uh, you know, not experiencing such issues like what we faced um, before. I'm going to ask you how, because obviously as a man who is at the helm of the institution, you cannot individually address issues, right? Like this has been flagged, address this. So there's obviously a way, a systematic way that you have to handle this issue. So I'm going to ask you about the how you have resolved the issues. Okay, so, so, so what you'll find is, um, number one, we've looked at, um, you know, our teams within the bank. And what we've said is that issues around customer service and customer excellence um, you know, are uh, something that, you know, should be reflected by all our staff members. Predominantly at times, uh, what you will find is, you know, front-facing, you know, uh, you know, staff who deal with customers on a daily basis, 
uh, at times they, you know, is a perception that they are the ones who are the custodians of customer excellence. Right. But what you will find is to be able to deliver, uh, you know, service within the bank, uh, we have a chain which also invo involves your front, you know, facing staff, middle office as well as back office. So what we have done is we've tra we've taken, you know, even customer experience training, not just for front facing but also even for our middle office and our back office. And what we've said to those is that the front-facing teams are your internal customer. Mm -hmm. So you need to look as, at your other team members as your customer as well and make sure that they also expect service from you, the same service that they'll also be able to deliver um, you know, to, to our external um, you know, customers. So through that, we have seen you know, a heightened uh, you know, focus uh, in terms of collaborating on addressing, um, you know, service challenges, uh, reducing the time, um, you know, should, um, you, know, you know, a challenge happen, uh, reducing the response time. Um, so we've increased even our... What, so what is your average response time, you think, now? No, so, so our average response time, so from an SLA perspective, you know, normally we speak to an average, uh, you know, response time, uh, you know, of below three minutes. Uh, but what our focus has been that is that we want to reduce it to well below a minute. Uh, you know, if, if a customer is to know... Almost instant. Almost instant. So that the customer is able to interact with us. To be able to do that as well, what we've also done is on some of our you know, platforms, like on the Square mobile app, right. we have um, you know, provided uh, you know, query um, uh, an interaction uh, platform there where our customers will possibly not even need to, be, to call the bank uh, but can go on their uh, Square mobile app, log in their issue, uh, and immediately they also get, um, you know, a response. We also have our bot, uh, Batsi, uh, who's also, uh, you know, on standby. And immediately when you log in your query, at times you'd find, uh, you know, some of these things you can do it from a self-service perspective. Right. So Batsi will take you through the motions in terms of your specific query and how you can possibly, uh, you, know, you know, resolve it. But we're also looking at other uh, you know, um, you know, um, digital transformation projects that will really empower the customer to the extent that everything that they need uh, to get assistance from the bank will be at the touch of their phone, at their laptop, um, or in the comfort of their, um, you know, their homes. So. Obviously, you, you speak about the challenges that have been highlighted on, on social media and different other uh, forums that your customers can get hold of you. But there is this one challenge that no one ever saw coming, the COVID-19 pandemic. And it has disrupted how we do business. It has disrupted how we even socialize as, as people. As a financial institution, how have you adapted to the COVID-19 pandemic? Because it would seem we can't talk about post-COVID-19 pandemic. We can only talk about adaptability. And how have you done that as a, as a bank? Uh, thank you, Mona. That's, that's a very brilliant um, you know, question, I must say. Uh, and, and I'll tackle it from two fronts. Um, because we've tackled the issue around COVID from a staff perspective, uh, and we've also tackled it as well from a customer perspective. Um, I'll start with the staff perspective, for instance. So for us, you know, when COVID hit, uh, one of the key issues that we needed to look into was to make sure that our staff uh, are as safe as possible. Uh, we immediately adopted a work-from-home uh, you know, policy, uh, but we also capacitated our staff. Uh, to be able to work from, uh, you know, wherever they were supposed to work from uh, and still deliver the service, um, you know, to, uh, to our customers. Uh, we also, you know, made it a point that, uh, you know, we also attend 
uh, to some of the softer issues uh, in terms of providing them with, um, uh, you know, protective, uh, you know, gear for those who are coming through to the branches, um, ensuring that, you know, they have cancelling sessions, uh, you know, should, should, should they need to, to have so, um, you know, providing, you know, facilities that would also attend to them uh, to make sure that we can respond uh, to any, um, you know, COVID-19 related exposures, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, you know, to our staff. So our wellness was really, you know, focused uh, to make sure that, you know, all our staff, you know, are protected. From a customer perspective, what we also then did is what you'll find is COVID came uh, at a time when we're going through the system upgrade. Um, So the time wasn't, you know, ideal, you know, for us. But we saw it as an opportunity as well to say we needed to accelerate the rate and the scale of, uh, you know, digital transformation. So we took it as an opportunity to say, we want to onboard our customers as much as we can uh, on our digital, uh, you know, you know, touch points. Some of the cases that we would see is, you know, a number of our customers, yes, would visit the branch, uh, but the transactions that they would visit the branch for are transactions that they can easily uh, conduct uh, either on the Square mobile app or on internet banking. Right. So we went through an education uh, campaign. Uh, to educate our customers and to onboard them uh, on the digital platforms. Mona Lisa, I'm happy to say uh, that this past week, uh, we did communicate to our customers that specific transactions, for instance, like internal funds transfer and RTGS payments, uh, will no longer be conducted in branch Mm -hmm. uh, because we have capacitated uh, our systems and our customers to be able to conduct um, these transactions uh, on the digital platforms. And what that also does it, it reduces their exposure uh, to come through to, you know, uh, places of, you know, congregation like branches, uh, which also limits um, the extent of uh, uh, exposure to, you know, to COVID-19. Uh, we've also, you know, gone, you know, paperless as well uh, right. to make sure that, you know, our customers also just, you know, reduce uh, the touch points where they might then be exposed um, to COVID-19. This is Business Unusual. I am Onelisa Dube. My guest this evening is the Stuart Bank CEO, Courage Mashalave. We'll take a quick break thereafter. We continue with the conversation. Stay with us. Hit the road with all you need in your pocket. Go and catch us with the Stuart Bank Visa Club Charter. The Visa Club Charter. Repaid card. Your companion. Anywhere you go. Globetrotter prepaid card, the transaction companion you can trust wherever you travel around the world. Accepted worldwide, safe and secure. Zero monthly and annual charges, unbeatable limits and flexibility. Get yours today. Stuart Bank, everyday banking for everyday people. Welcome back to Business Unusual. I am Onelisa Dube, and my guest this evening is Courage Mashawave, who is the Stuart Bank CEO. And we are talking all things banking, all things digital. And just before the break, he was talking about how, as a financial institution, they uh, what measures they had put in place to adapt to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Now, what would you? How would you describe the typical Stuart Bank client? Well, um, good question as well. Um, how I describe, you know, your, your typical steward bank client is, 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 is a customer 
uh, or a client, you know, who is interested in, you know, uh, engaging with the bank, uh, but also being able to, you know, conduct every other uh, requirement in terms of what they need to do within their life. Mm -hmm. so, so when we look at the, you know, typical customer, it's a customer who, you know, is, is on the move. Uh, and, and to that, they are, you know, exposed to issues around, you know, speed. Uh, they are exposed to issues around service quality. Uh, they are, you know, exposed to issues around, you know, being able to get around their business. Right. Uh, you know, so, so, so we, we, we don't take that lightly because we, we look at them and we, we know that in one form or the other, uh, they have a lot on their plate. Uh, they have a lot of, whether it's business interaction, whether it's in, within the home, whether with, it's within the schools, uh, wherever they operate from, they have so much more that they are focused on. So when we look at them, we are saying, we want to be there to provide a platform that gives them that particular opportunity to be able to interact mm -hmm. within the ecosystem. So we should be that channel, uh, you know, which, so for instance, if you, and, and, and when, as we are looking at the you know, digital transformation, we are really explore, exploring, you know, so many ways where the customer through, you know, our touch points, our right. digital channels, will be able to do so much more than just banking. So if they think farming, they need to think steward bank. If they think travel, they need to think, to think steward bank. If they think online shopping, that's steward bank. If they think, you know, any other aspect in terms of the endless possibilities that they want to, um, you know, explore, us as a bank should be there within that gap uh, to provide, um, you know, that platform for, uh, you know, for service interaction. Now, as you know, any form of change, uh, it takes a while. It's a process, like you, you rightfully called it a, a digital transformation. You know, when it comes to, to digital transformation, or maybe they don't have smartphones, right? You speak about the Square app and you speak about this. How are you... Uh, also reaching out to them to make sure that even also their banking experience is not compromised. Melissa, thank you. You'll find uh, one of our, um, you know, uh, in fact, our vision from a group perspective, uh, you know, is that, you know, we want to, uh, you know, um, be digitally, uh, you know, connected, uh, which leaves, you know, no one behind. Mm -hmm. uh, so we want to transform, you know, our, you know, digital experience. Uh, to ensure that we leave no one behind. Uh, so as, as you've highlighted there, you know, we have, uh, you know, certain people that would, you know, fall behind, uh, you know, in terms of how we are going. But we, we, we are taking, you know, seriously, um, you know, how we can, you know, take them through the whole process. Because we understand that our customers as well will adapt to, you know, specific changes at various times. Uh, but we don't want a scenario which, uh, you know, excludes, uh, you know, uh, everyone. So what we've done is that we've, we've ensured that, look, we, uh, you know, our service, um, you know, uh, expectation uh, strives for minimal disruption to, to, to service mm -hmm. uh, and transaction, uh, in, you know, processing. Where you find, you know, where service delivery is possibly disrupted by one way or the other, we then endeavor to ensure that the customer issues uh, are prioritized. What that does is that for all those other customers who possibly are a bit late uh, you know, to the digital mm -hmm. uh, agenda that we are pursuing. As they then see that we are attending to their issues timely mm -hmm. uh, and also our solutions are also providing, uh, you know, relief to a lot of people, we believe that that will then be a catalyst uh, for them to be onboarded, uh, you know, within our channels. 
What we are also doing is that we are also you know, pushing aggressively innovation. Uh, as you'll find with innovation is uh, specific um, you know, innovations will speak to you know, different you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we believe that we should be able to then look at the demographic of our customers uh, and be able to you know, have innovations that speak uh, you know, to, those, to those customers. Lastly, uh, what I would say is that you know, my team and I you know, are opening extra channels of communication. Uh, including, you know, online accounts that are also monitored by myself, uh, as well as the senior team, uh, allowing customers to highlight any critical issues that might be impeding them uh, from, uh, you know, you know, uh, jumping on the digital, you know, transformation, uh, you know, train. Uh, and this will ensure that we leave no Zimbabwean uh, behind. Mm-hmm. Now. I know you, you speak uh, a lot about service delivery. You spoke earlier about Hunu. You spoke about how uh, you are on board. And when I asked you why you decided to come here personally, you said you wanted your, your, your customers to know that as uh, the CEO, this is on, on top of your agenda. So what should people expect uh, now that you have assured them of uh, improved service delivery? What should they expect going forward? Uh, thank you for, for, for that. Look, I, I think the expectation um, in terms of, you know, um, you know, from our customers' perspective is I think definitely they'll witness improvements. And, and I know, um, you know, some of those improvements are already, uh, you know, being enjoyed um, by, you know, uh, most of our, our customers. Uh, those improvements uh, and, you know, adaptability as well uh, in terms of how we interact with our customers uh, on our platforms, especially on the digital platforms. I think our customers will see uh, a significant uh, improvement uh, in that particular area. Uh, the other, the second thing that possibly I would highlight as well is that you know they will witness you know a faster resolution of customer issues. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we want to do is to ensure that we eliminate as much as possible um, you know customer-related issues. Um, you know, for instance, whether it's from a transaction failure. So we want to make sure that the transaction success rates, uh, for instance, when our customers interact with our platforms is extremely high. But should there be any other issues that arise that we as a team will you know, commit to faster resolution uh, of customer issues? Uh, the third issue that I'll possibly highlight, uh, which I've already touched on, is you know, fewer service you know, delivery outages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for you know, most of our customers who've been interacting with our platforms, uh, I think from November last year uh, to date, uh, I think we'll pay testament to um, you know, the very few uh, you know, service delivery outages that they would have experienced, uh, you know, through our touch platforms. Uh, the other thing I would possibly highlight is that our customers will expect and will also witness more innovative products um, as well as services. Uh, they'll also, I think, uh, get to experience uh, more self-service options uh, in our products and services uh, to empower customers uh, to be in control um, of uh, of their banking experience. So I'm I'm very I'm very much delighted that they will definitely, you know, are already witnessing a significant change, but that improvement uh, is, you know, continuously going to go into the future. Do we, do we have a, a time frame for this? Because I know you are, you know, uh, uh, you have certain standards and, and targets that you have set for yourself. Would you want to share with us? Do we have time frame for when uh, customers are going to be seeing less of those messages that say, please note we have a service de- delivery disruption from such and such a time? Okay, so, so, so how I'll tackle this, 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 this response uh, is maybe in two parts. Um, so the first, I'll look at it in terms of the um, you know, core banking system upgrade that we've undertaken. 
uh, what you will find is that you know updating you know a core banking system um, you know is best viewed in phases. Um, so we, we we put it in two phases. Uh, phase one um, you know was uh, designed to you know capacitate our um, you know more or less I would say maybe our capacity, our infrastructure, uh, our backend system, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and this um, you know culminated in us going live uh, with phase one uh, in April uh, you know 2021. So what then you'll find from that particular upgrade is that um, our customers will, you know, are now enjoying, you know, fewer, you know, service disruptions. Um, you know, for instance, uh, faster processing, uh, you know, you know, speeds. Uh, you know, I, I do get even on social media, you know, some of our customers saying to me, "Look, we've I've just done a RTGS transfer, you know, to to another bank." Um, and, uh, you know, ordinarily I would have expected maybe tomorrow uh, that I would then get confirmation. Uh, but within, you know, 10, 15 minutes, the other party is confirming that they have, uh, you know, they have received, uh, you know, the funds. So that capacity, you know, is, is significant that we've built uh, within our, our systems and infrastructure. Now, phase two uh, has already begun mm-hmm. uh, and will run for the better part of, of, of this year. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, improvements on phase two will be seen uh, as we as we roll out, uh, we are targeting to complete phase two by the end of this calendar year. Uh, but what you'll find is that you know as we go, uh, you know customers will definitely see you know changes and improvements. And phase two speaks more to um, you know the customer touch point, how the customer then you know interacts with our app or interacts with our uh, internet uh, you know banking platform and other services that they can do, which are extending. Uh, you know, to to the banking services. The last comment I'll just make is that you know here and there um, there will be um, you know such messages around you know that will have um, you know a scheduled upgrade uh, from this time to this time because it is necessary for us uh, to capacitate those systems. Right. But those um, you know uh, you know service you know upgrades will be done at a time where the customer would ordinarily not even notice uh, that we actually you know we've actually conducted an upgrade. Mm-hmm. That's how. You know, seamless. Um, you know, the upgrades would uh, you know would be going forward. Okay, so uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you. I mean, as somebody who is leading a financial institution, how do you see the banking sector in Zimbabwe expanding, growing, going forward? Uh, well, thank you for 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 that. Um, look, I'm 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 positive around the the growth of the uh, you know banking sector within Zimbabwe. Uh, I think what we will see, uh, you know, going forward, and part of these lessons have also come through, uh, you know, because of COVID, uh, is that we'll see a lot more investment, um, you know, in, uh, you know, digital, uh, you know, uh, solutions. Uh, and, and what that will do is it will also provide, you know, our customers with so many more opportunities mm-hmm. uh, to be able to, you know, go about their business, uh, but also, you know, transact, you know, through uh, the banking platforms. Uh, without you know having to maybe you know visit you know you know bank branches, so what we might actually see is that you know uh, fewer you know branches will will, will exist as we go forward uh, because of the significant investment um, you know that uh, you know financial institutions uh, are doing around the area of um, uh, of digital transformation. I also see a huge part uh, you know in terms of how banks you know play in in, in the economy. Uh, we've already seen, um, you know, huge investments that, you know, financial institutions uh, have done um, in, in sectors like manufacturing, uh, like agriculture. Uh, I foresee that, you know, uh, you know going forward uh, and, uh, you know, we can only, 
you know, um, smile and, and possibly, you know, look uh, into the future uh, from how our banks, you know, will provide solutions to our customer needs and be more specific. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that we, you know, we, and we are also pushing at, at Stewart Bank is to say as much as we might have, uh, you know, a lot of customers, we need to treat each and every customer as an individual. I always share with my team that uh, as you deal with a customer, try and make and ensure that in your mind, that is the only customer that you have. And, and that will allow you to give them the attention uh, and the service that they expect. And once we improve and, 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 and you know, we deliver exceptional customer experience, mm -hmm. uh, I can only see um, you know, financial institutions uh, you know, growing in terms of you know, their uh, you know, impact in, in, in the economy right. uh, as well as their interaction with, uh, with customers. You've actually answered what I was going to ask you next. Uh, what role you see uh, financial institutions playing in the growth of the economy? And I'm glad that you have highlighted that as well. Now, as we, as we wrap up, I know that you spoke about the different ways that your customers can get hold of you uh, using different channels. Maybe you can walk us through those channels, how best uh, anyone can get hold of Stuart Bank if they have a inquiry or a query that they might have. Uh, thank you, uh, Mona Lisa. Um, so, so what I'll maybe provide, I'll probably provide, you know, two platforms where uh, our customers can, can, can get in touch uh, with us. Mm -hmm. um, the first is a toll-free uh, number, um, which is um, 080-88-888. I'll repeat that, uh, 080-88-888. Or they can uh, also reach us um, on our WhatsApp uh, platform. Uh, which is 0772-1919. We're also on all the um, you know, social media um, you know, platforms, um, be it Twitter, be it Facebook, um, be it you know, Instagram. Um, so they can reach us there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also on, on, on Twitter as well, so they can reach me as well. Uh, should they be any tag him issues? tag him <laughs> when you tag Stuart bank tag him <laughs> no great look it's 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 how we we're able to know what our customers are right. saying uh, and how we can also then respond to uh, you know to their issues so i'm very happy to you know, interact and receive, uh, you know, customer feedback. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, we are joined by Courage Mashavare, who is the Stuart Bank CEO. And he was here just to talk about some of the visions that they have as Stuart Bank and the work of the financial institutions' contributions to the growth of the economy. I hope to have more of these conversations with you uh, sure. as we touch base and follow up on some of the assurances that you've made sure. and see sure. how far we've gone with that uh, and see that uh, how the work is progressing as Bank. Uh, Mona Lisa, I'm happy for that. Uh, you know, from an accountability perspective, Absolutely. I'm happy to have you say to me, you know, just as a follow up to our initial, um, you know, program, uh, you know, please come through as well so that we can take stock uh, of, uh, of, of, of where we are. So I'm, I'm very delighted. Mm -hmm. I, I, I enjoyed my time and I do hope that, um, you know, our customers have also got, you know, insightful uh, feedback in terms of what we are doing at the bank. Uh, this is the start of many engagements that we will be, uh, you know, doing uh, to ensure that we connect uh, with uh, with our customers. And I must say, I've been happy to to be here on uh, my station, your station. Absolutely, that was Courage Masharave, Stuart Bank CEO. He was here on Business Unusual, and I am Elisa Dube. Thank you for staying with us here on ZFM Stereo. Send 
send and receive money. Kwese pese power dreamit. Kwese kwese to me that I made a money. Kwese pese power dreamit. Kwese kwese power receive money. Steward remit city to city across the nation. Who wanna use that a co chop chop? Kuna po kuna po. Steward remit. Chumeli malinge. Steward remit. Business unusual. Separating economic facts from fiction.